Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. I love the Word of God, and I believe the Word of God will transform our life and change the way we live, the way we think, and we will have victory because the Word gives us faith. The Bible says, faith comes by hearing and hearing of the Word of God. Amen? I love to hear the Word of God. I just went out of town, and thank God I went to visit a church, and they have a guest speaker came in. Wow, his preaching was so awesome. It's really Bless me. Sometimes I need to sit down, listen to, not just to preach. I listen and just receive the word into my own heart. And it's so wonderful to hear the preaching sometimes that I don't need to preach and just relax and absorb what people need to say. Let us continue to learn about the super abundant life. This will be the last sermon of this series, the super abundant life. John chapter 10, verse 10. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life. The word life here means the life of God. So a, not just human life, but the life of God. And that they may have it more abundantly. The word abundant means more than enough. More abundantly means more than, more than enough. Or another word, super abundant. We have super abundant in quantity and superior in quality of life. That is the promise of the Lord Jesus Christ. And this kind of super abundant life or God's life is promised to us, available to us, but not every one of us is going to get it. Because he say. So that you may, he did not say you will have it for sure. So we have to do our homework to receive the super abundant life that is available to us. And the Bible says clearly that we are living in this world, the sinful world. The sinful world is the realm of demons, sin, curses, sickness, disease, and crazy people. So you are surrounded by demons, you are surrounded by bad situation on earth. The storm, the uh, tsunami, the earthquake, and demonic activities. That's why, as believers, we cannot avoid to face some obstacles and resistance and challenges and all kinds of things because we're still living on this earth. And last time we learned from the Apostle Paul, even though he was so anointed, but he was facing the problem like all of us as well. Let me read 2 Corinthians chapter 4 from verse 6 on. For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Everyone say light. Verse 7, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. Paul talked about treasures in this earthly vessel. He continued to say in verses 8 and 9, we are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed. Paul talking about the situation on earth. He was facing obstacles, persecutions, and hardships, and trials, and tests in his life. And we're going to face the same thing on earth, because we're still living in the realm of sin and curses. Then he continued to say that verse 8 and 9. Now we read verse 10. Always carrying about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus Christ. That the life of Jesus, everyone say life. life. 
We can see two words here: light and life. We have treasure in this body, in our spirit, the light of God and the life of God. Also, may be manifested in our body. In conclusion, Paul tried to say that we are living in the world where the devil tried to come to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But thank God, we have the treasure on the inside of us, and that treasure is the presence of the Spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ shine the light into our spirit, into our life. And give life. When we say life, it means super abundant life. The soe of God. We have the Spirit of God that give light and life in us. Every born again Christian has the Holy Spirit living on the inside. Has the Holy Spirit inside that Spirit. Romans chapter eight, verses nine to ten. But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. Paul talking about living carnally, living in the area of the flesh, or living by the spirit of God. We have two things in our life that are conflicting each other: the flesh, the sinful nature, and the Holy Spirit who is in us. If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you, now if anyone does not. Have the spirit of Jesus Christ. He is not His. Those who are not born again will not have the spirit of God inside them. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life. Everyone say life. life. Today we're going to talk about life a lot because this is about super abundant life. The spirit is life because of righteousness. As a born again Christian, our spirit is made alive or renewed by the Spirit of God every single day. We have the life of God in our spirit, but our body is not born again. Our body is still mortal, still corruptible, and perishing. That's why we all aging. We're getting older. We're losing hair. We get some wrinkle. We Get some white hair on our head. We get older and older because we are subject to weaknesses, sin, sickness, and death. We are still living in this mortal body. But thank God, after we receive Jesus into our heart, the Spirit of God comes in and dwells inside us, and the Spirit of God gives us light and life. I hope you're excited about this teaching. I hope you're excited. Can you imagine if one day I just put my hand in your pocket with about ten thousand dollars and live in your pocket, and you find out later on you have ten thousand dollars in your pocket? Are you excited? Yeah. Oh, definitely. If you're not excited, you may need brain transplant. <laughs> if somebody put ten thousand dollars in your pocket, I believe you get excited. You put it out. Wow! I'm gonna enjoy now. I'm gonna do something. I can buy a new car or something. You see, now I'm talking about the spirit of life in you, better than ten thousand dollars living on the inside here. I'm excited about this. I'm excited about the spirit of God living on the inside of me, and this spirit can minister to us different way. Number one, He come to live inside of us as a believer, but not only that, He can come upon us. The Scriptural terminology called baptism with the Holy Spirit, or filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can come upon us, like in the Book of Acts, chapter two, and the sign of being baptized with the Holy Spirit is speaking in tongues. When you're filled with the Spirit, you speak in tongue. At that moment, you receive the power to witness, to serve the Lord, and to do greater things. The Gift of the Spirit in you gonna be stronger after you are filled with the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongue. So once you save, you have the Spirit inside of you. After you get saved, you can come to God and say, "Fill me with the Holy Spirit." It's interesting. Friday night, when one of our pastor went to buy something in the hotel, we went to vacation together. 
the lady who sold the uh, souvenir in that hotel talk about Jesus to our pastor, talking about going to church and all this stuff. And then our pastor asked her, "Are you filled with the Holy Spirit?" This is about 10 p.m. before they closed the shop. She said, "I never heard of the Holy Spirit, but she has gone to church in Oahu for many years." And our pastor explained to this lady about baptism with the Holy Spirit, and lay hand on her, and she got filled with the Holy Spirit in that souvenir shop in the hotel. Praise God! So you don't need to be in the church to be filled with the Holy Spirit. My wife was filled with the Holy Spirit when she was driving. In Seattle, many years ago, she was driving, and she said, "God, I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit." Suddenly, the Holy Spirit came upon her in her car. It's so good, amen. So the Holy Spirit lives in us, and He is on us, amen. And if you are born again, you definitely have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. But you should go further to be filled with the Holy Spirit. After you born again, your spirit is alive. Before you were born again, your spirit is dead. You are spiritually dead. When the spirit come in, the Holy Spirit comes in. He make your spirit alive, but your body still affected by sin, by curses, and by the corruptible nature or perishable nature. God never promises that we're going to live on earth forever. We one day will die. Our body will go back to the ground. One day we all gonna die. I know we don't like to hear this kind of message, but talking about death. But it's the truth of life. Our physical body will die one day. But God promised one thing. He said He can give you a long, fruitful life. You cannot live on earth forever, but you can live a long, fruitful life. Psalm chapter 91 verse 16: With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. The Bible say that our body, our outward man, our physical body is perishing every day, aging every day. But our spirit, the inward man, the inward man is being renewed every day by the Spirit of God. I notice that today I have more faith, more love, and my spirit is stronger than last year because my spirit is renewed, receiving the life of God or quickened by the Holy Spirit every single day. But thank God, on the last day when Jesus come back, when the trumpet sounds, the same Holy Spirit who give power to Jesus. And raise him from the dead. Will search into our body, and we're gonna have a new body that will live forever. And that body is incorruptible and immortal forever in heaven. And that is the the super abundant life that we're gonna live forever in heaven. First Thessalonians chapter four verses sixteen to seventeen. For the Lord Himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel. And with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. If you die before Jesus come back, your body will be resurrected out of the ground. You will come up from the ground by the power of the Holy Spirit. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with. The Lord. At that moment, we're going to have a new body, incorruptible, imperishable, and immortal body. When Jesus come back to rule the world, our body will no longer subject to weakness, sickness, and death, and corrupts. We will have a special new glorious body that will never get sick anymore. That is the final. That is the ultimate inheritance of the believers. We have that inheritance in us. We're going to have a new, incorruptible, imperishable, and immortal body. You look so excited to talk about this. You look like, yeah, really. I'm so excited because I and Pastor Dar are going to look young forever. We're going to talk together forever in heaven. We will never be subject to 
aging and sickness and disease anymore. We don't need neurosurgeon. We don't need any chiropractor in heaven. Amen. But now we can experience some of the tests of the super abundant life, the immortal part of the body now on earth. First Corinthians chapter fifteen, fifty-two to fifty-three. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Our life will be changed. Our body will be changed. For this corruptible must be put on incorruption, and this mortal must be put on immortality. Wow! The final superabundant life will come when we get to heaven. When Jesus come back, we will have a new body. Our spirit is. Change our body will be changed forevermore, and we're going to live forever in heaven. How many people have bought a house before? When you want to buy a house, what you need to do? You need to put the earnest money or guarantee money. Is that right? Twenty thousand dollars, so that the seller make sure that you're going to buy the house. Do you know that you have that earnest guarantee that eventually? The final inheritance gonna come to you. Listen carefully. You have the earnest guarantee money from God to make sure that the final inheritance will come to you. I will read to you what is the earnest guarantee. Ephesians chapter one verses thirteen to fourteen. In Him you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. In whom also having believed. You were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, the promise of the full inheritance, the brand new body, the eternal, super abundant life in heaven. But this is the promise of God, and who is that earnest or guarantee? Who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of His glory? Our final inheritance is the superabundant, immortal, incorruptible life in heaven. But we can test and see that incorruptible or the promise of God on earth here. We can experience some of the superabundant life on earth here. On the last day when Jesus show up, He will come down. In the cloud, with the trumpet sounds, on that day we're going to have the final inheritance. On that day, by the power of the Holy Spirit, our molecules and DNA will be changed. On that day, our face and body will be changed to be young and healthy, and no more sickness and disease. But today, we can have a test or mini dose of the super abundant life or the incorruptible life, the earnest. Money, the guarantee of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is working in our life now before Jesus come back. Let me read Romans chapter eight verses nine to eleven. Now we're gonna come to the sermon. That's our introduction. Okay, Romans chapter eight verses nine to eleven. But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. We have two choices: live by the controlling of the flesh, or live by the leading and control of the Holy Spirit. If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you, now if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he is not his. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead. We are aging. We are dying because of sin. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. He who raised Christ, he who is he, the Spirit of God, the treasure in this earthly vessel, the Spirit of God who gives us light and life from the dead, will also give soe the superabundant life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. When you read this scripture, there are two meanings. Number one, the Spirit of God will raise us up on the last day to have a new body. 
But another meaning is that today, in this mortal body, the Spirit of God on the inside of us and on us can give the superabundant life, the soe, the power, the strength of God into this mortal body. We can live the superabundant life by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. That's what happened to Paul. When Paul say in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 10, I read one more time. Always caring about in the body the dying of Jesus Christ, of the Lord Jesus. That the life of Jesus, who gave the life of Jesus to him, the Holy Spirit, also may be manifested in our body. My dear brothers and sisters, you have the earnest guarantee on the inside of you. The treasure. The Spirit of God live on the inside of you. And He can quicken. He can refresh. He can empower. He can strengthen your mind, your body, your spirit, your muscle, your eyes. You can have a mini dose you can have a test of the quickening of the Spirit on the inside of you now on this earth with this mortal body. You can live a super abundant life by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit can quicken your mortal body. He can strengthen you when you feel weak. Before I left for my family vacation, I was on call, and I got called all the time, even 2 a.m., 3 a.m. I have to perform so many emergency surgery for two weeks. I was so exhausted because of the pressure from the hospital and from the, all the paging and on call. But I asked the Holy Spirit to quicken my body to be able to handle all the pressure in my life. I remember when God asked me to start the church in 1988. At that time, I was a chief resident at Harborview Hospital, and I would have to be on call 30 or 29 days a month and off only one Sunday a month. This is the first year of the church. I was not having enough sleep for three nights because on emergency every night at the Harborview Hospital. By Saturday night, I stay up all night for surgery. And Sunday morning, I had to drive to church to preach. I remember that the sky looked yellow because I did not have enough sleep. I was so exhausted. And I cried out to God, the Holy Spirit needs to quicken my body, quicken my eyes, quicken my mind, my mouth to be able to preach and minister all day long. And then the Holy Spirit told me in my car while I was driving out of the, the Harborview Hospital, you start to pray in tongue. So I pray in tongue and suddenly the strength came back. I feel energized again. I was able to preach and minister all day long. But by the time I went back to my home in the evening, I was so exhausted. God quickened me, strengthened me, gave me power and strength to be able to do the job on that day. If you have gone to Thailand for mission trip with me, how many people understand the word jet lag? And you're on the airplane for 18 hours. You got out at 1 a.m., and then next morning at 7 a.m., you flew to another city. And by the evening, you minister to 1,000 people, and you lay hand on every single head. And you have to preach and lay hand. After 18 hours, not enough sleep and jet lag. So when I step up on the stage, the Holy Spirit quickened me. I become a new man. And I was able to lay hand on 1,000 people for two hours without any problem at all. And still smiling and happy and laughing in the Holy Spirit all the time. Why? Because I have the Holy Spirit on the inside of me who can quicken me who can give me life to do the job. Amen? Are you glad you have the same Holy Spirit on the inside of you? You may lose sleep. You may not be able to sleep well. The next morning, you have to handle a big job at your company. You can quicken 
your body by the same Holy Spirit to get the job done. Mom, you may have to stay up all night with your baby. And you can depend on the quickening of the Holy Spirit to get the job done. The same Holy Spirit that worked in the life of Jesus can work in you as well. And that is a super abundant life that I talk about. The Spirit of God who can give us life, who can graciously quicken our body, who can make us in a good shape again after we get so exhausted and tired and lack of sleep. Amen? Sometimes you may feel so tired and feel like you are hit by a truck, but suddenly you stir up the fire of God on the inside of you. And the strength come back and you can handle all the pressure in your life. And God make you in good strength and good shape again. Sometimes you work so hard and take a toll on you. You may be attacked spiritually. Problem come, sickness come. But you can depend on the same Holy Spirit to quicken your body, to give life to this mortal body, to give life to the weak mind because you lack sleep, you cannot think very well. He can quicken you on this earth. Amen? Are you going to depend on the Holy Spirit? How many people are going to walk with the Holy Spirit? How many people know now that the Spirit of God can give you life? Can give life to your mortal body. How many people from now on gonna really learn how to hook up to the Holy Spirit to, so that you can go to the right track again? You know why I love to lay hands on people? Because laying on of hand in the church on Sunday, we are not gonna do it today. But we lay hand on Sunday is like a laboratory. Learn how to hook up to the Holy Spirit. When you come to the prayer line and you raise your hand, the pastor lay hand on you learn how to hook up to the Holy Spirit. This morning, I got the Skype from Switzerland, our church there. And the pastor Skyped me that they turned on our YouTube, my preaching in English and German language. So they did not preach last, this past Sunday. Actually, now it's evening over there. So they turned on the YouTube, listening to the preaching in German that I preach in English and translation. And she told me that the whole church got drunk in the Holy Spirit while listening. Because they learn how to hook up to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit came upon them and they all get filled. And demons come out from many people. Because they learn how to be touched by the Holy Spirit, quickened by the Spirit of the living God. You remember one time, Jesus went to Samaria. He met a woman there who went to the well in order to get water. And look at the conversation here in John chapter 4, verse 10. Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is who said to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water, or the water of life. Verses 11 to 14. Jesus is comparing the Holy Spirit who give life to your Mortal body as the living water, the water of life. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where then do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as well as his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered and said to her, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. Whoever believes in Jesus will have that fountain of living water. And who is the fountain of living water on the inside of the believers? The Holy Spirit, the treasure in your earthly vessel who give light and life to you. Revelation chapter 22, verses 1 to 3. You can see the whole Bible talk, the same line of God give you the super abundant life by the Holy Spirit. And he showed me a pure liver of water of life, clear as crystal proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the middle of its street, 
and on either side of the river was the tree of life, which bore twelve fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations, and there shall be no more curse. But the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and His servant shall serve Him. The Bible talking about heaven here, talking about the river of life. Heaven has the river of life. The Holy Spirit flow into humanity. Verse seventeen, and the Spirit and the bride say, "Come, let him who hears say, 'Come,' and let him who thirsts come. Whoever desires." Let him take the water of life freely. I have to admit to you. I confess to you right now. I really enjoy going to mission trip, especially in the third world country, because people are thirsty and hungry for God so much. When I stand in front of fourteen hundred people and everyone. Fly from everywhere. They come. Some of them come on the bus for 15 hours to come to the meeting because they're so hungry. You know, I feel the Holy Spirit is being pulled out of me. The living water, because people are so thirsty and hungry, they just ah, they want to drink right now. They're so thirsty. When I start to lay hand, I can line up only 500 people at a time because the building has limited room. Another 500 people have stand outside in the line, even bigger than Disney World. 500 people standing outside for an hour, waiting to come into the prayer line. After the first group go out, the second group come in. And then some of them come three times. How thirsty they are. But in the Western country, we have nice house, nice car. We have nice job. We have Medicare, Medicaid, Obamacare. We don't need God that much. So people are not hungry. We have money in the bank account. My dear brother and sister, the key to get the super abundant life, the life of God that comes through the Holy Spirit is to be thirsty, is to be desperate for God, is to be hungry for the things of God. John chapter 7, 37 to 38. On the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone thirsts, everyone say thirst. Are you thirsty for God? Are you just quisela, selah? Whatever will be, will be. If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers. I like it. River with S. Many kinds of rivers. Rivers of healing, river of finances, river of deliverance, river of prosperity, of wisdom, faith, grace, favor. All kinds of rivers. Rivers of living water. God said that in all of us, we have the same Holy Spirit. Not part of the Spirit. Not different Spirit. The same Holy Spirit that work in the life of Jesus Christ in us. Reverse of living water on the inside of us here. When Jesus opened the eyes of the blind, who did the job? The Holy Spirit. When the dumb can speak and the deaf can hear by the prayer and the lay hand of Jesus Christ who did the job, the Holy Spirit. When he commanded the wind to stop, who did the job? The same Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen? Who raised Jesus from the dead? The same Holy Spirit. And the same Holy Spirit that worked with Jesus and through Jesus is living on the inside of you and me. Are you excited? We should be Christians who don't depend on money, depend on nice car, nice house. We should be Christians who depend on the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Yes. Even though there is the Holy Spirit on the inside of you and on you, but interestingly, not every believer knows how to tap in to that power, to that life. Number one, because they are ignorant, they never been taught in the church. 
they just go to church and listen to some inspirational teaching about how to be a good person, but never know about the Holy Spirit. Or two, they've never been trained how to tap into the Holy Spirit. Or three, they don't even care because they depend on their nice car and credit card and nice salary. They don't depend on the Holy Spirit at all. We all have the chance to tap in that living water. But we need to be hungry and thirsty for His help. We need to learn how to let Him splash on us. Splash on. Everyone says splash. Learn how to tap in. Turn on the faucet and tap into that water. We need to learn how to swim in that water of the Holy Spirit. We need to learn how to drink the living water. Acts chapter 10, verse 38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Jesus has the same Holy Spirit. We have the same rivers of living water on the inside of us. When I drive the car, I hook up to the Holy Spirit. When I perform brain surgery, back surgery, I hook up to the same Holy Spirit who can help me and give me direction. Amen? Amen. We have the Holy Spirit, the helper on the inside of us. What do we need to do? John chapter 3, verses 15 to 16 and 18. Let me read to you. Who can have the Holy Spirit? Who can have? The believer. Okay? That whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Eternal life is also a form of superabundant life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whoever believes, everyone say believes, in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Verse 18. He who believes in him is not condemned. But he who does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. You see that these three verses, believe, 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 believe five times. It's a matter of faith. Do you believe in Jesus. If you want to have that life, the Holy Spirit, you need to believe in Jesus. Two, do you believe that the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you? Do you believe? Do you believe that the Holy Spirit can give you life to your mind and your mortal body and anything in your life? He is the source of light and life. Do you believe that? How do you tap in? When you get depressed, you tap in to the Holy Spirit to get the joy of the Lord. Amen? You tap into the joy of the Lord, start to stir up the fire on the inside of you. I listened to the testimony of this preacher in Oahu. This man was preaching and I was so impressed with his testimony. He said that he went to preach in the seminar a big crowd of people come and he said that you need to have the joy of the Lord all the time because you're going to face some hardship and difficulties and don't let those things steal the joy from you. One man walked out to him and said, can you pray for me that I will not face hardship and test and try anymore? So he prayed, Lord, take his life away now. Let him die right now. The guy opened his eyes and said, what? You pray that I die? Yes, because if you don't want to face any hardship, you have to die. Because as long as you live on earth, you, you have to face hardship. And then another man come to try to meet him. Another man listened to the sermon and tried to meet him and show him the new jeep that he bought. Because so many people want to talk to this preacher. That man never met the preacher. Walk out to the parking lot. And find out that the jeep was stolen. Gone. Brand new jeep. But he came to the seminar many days. So he left the 
cassette tape of the preaching in the jeep. He called the police. This man called the police, and he started to stir up the Holy Spirit and smile and happy, even though his jeep was stolen. So the police officer come and say, "Can I get your name and the license plate?" But I think it's hard for you to get the jeep back. It's gone, and you will never get it back in this city. And the man smile and say, "That's okay. I will not let anyone steal my joy. It's okay." And he laugh and he smile. The police say, "Are you crazy? You still smile, laugh with the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. He stole up." The life of God, the faith of God. So he never complain, never get upset, still smile and happy. A week later on, a jeep show up in his house with a letter on it, saying, "You know, man, I want to tell you the good news. I return the jeep to you, but I cannot tell you my name." What happened is that when I got the jeep, I turned on the Tape, and I got saved after I listened to the sermon. So I was convicted by the Holy Spirit to return the jeep to you. So now this is your jeep. Enjoy it. The man got saved because he listened to the tape in the jeep. You see, if you depend on the Holy Spirit, stir up, have faith. Have joy, have the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Whenever you face any problem, instead of yielding to the carnality, the flesh, you walk in the Spirit. You let the Holy Spirit work on the inside of you, give you joy, faith, love. You're gonna have victory. Your life will be quickened. Amen. And you speak the word of faith out of your mouth. Mark chapter 11, verse 24. Therefore, I say to you, whatever you think you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you will have them. You tap in to the life of God from the Holy Spirit by number one, believe. Everyone say believe. believe. Have faith in the Holy Spirit. Have faith that He can give you life. Amen. Number two, speak by faith. When, before I go up to preach, I say, God, I believe you give me power today to preach to these 1,400 people and lay hand on every single head, and I will be fine. And miracles shall happen, happen, happen everywhere. I speak by faith. Not only that, number three, in order to quicken the power of the Holy Spirit, you need to say, God, here I am. Use me to be the vessel that the rivers of God will flow through me. Selfish Christian, Christian who live for themselves, who don't do anything for God, will never be able to quicken the Holy Spirit that much. The reason God gives you the Holy Spirit a life so that you will be the vessel for Him to flow through you to touch other people. If you say, "God, use me, use me," you know, if I don't have any education, I'm not a neurosurgeon, and I can do only wash dishes. I still go work and wash dishes. If I can get one thousand dollars a month, better than sit around do nothing. Because I can use that $1,000 to put the gas in to visit somebody in the hospital. I can give money to somebody. I can use my life to bless other people. I don't want to be a taker. I want to be a giver. And as I live as a giver, flow out of me, Lord. The rivers of God come and anoint me, use me, and flow out of me to touch other people. The Holy Spirit will work in you more. Because our God is a giver. This is the key: faith, confession, and live the life for God. Let Him use you. How can you experience the power of the Holy Spirit if you sit at home watching TV every day selfishly on the couch and do nothing for God? If you step out to go visit somebody in a hospital, pray for them, 
witness to somebody. Somebody get discouraged, you go and visit and pray for them. Then the Holy Spirit will quicken your body to do something for somebody else. And you shall experience the power of God. Like what Jesus did in Acts chapter 10, verse 38. Let me read one more time. How God, maybe I should change the name behind. How about this? I change to Stan. How God anointed Stan with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with Stan. Put your name in there. Amen? Amen. The Holy Spirit. Now make a conclusion. You have the life of God on the inside of you. It's your job to tap in to that life by faith and by confession. It's your job to believe that the same Spirit who works in Jesus is inside you. And He can quicken your mortal body, your corrupted mind. He can work in you, strengthen you, empower you, heal you, and anoint you. Not just only for your sake, for your good health, for your prosperity, for your success. But He can do that through you. Rivers of living water will flow out of you. John chapter 7. To touch other people. Amen? Amen. How many people want to live your life that way? Use me, Lord. I tap into the Spirit of God. And use me to touch others. From from now on, how many people say, if I feel weak, I'm going to tap into the Holy Spirit. Tap into the life of God. Into the rivers of God. How many of you, when you start to feel angry and upset, and want to throw some things against somebody, you tap into the Holy Spirit and you can have self-control. Control your mind, control your action. Amen? How many people say, from now on, use me to be the vessel of rivers of living water to flow out to touch other people? Amen. How many people who are listening to this teaching don't have the Holy Spirit yet or are not born again yet. If you are those people, I'd like to encourage you to receive Jesus, believe in Jesus, and He will give you life, superabundant life, and eternal life. And He will put the Holy Spirit in you to start to walk with the life of God. If you want to do that, pray with me. I will lead you to prayer. Father in heaven, I give my life to you. I invite Jesus to come into my life. I repent of my sin and ask you for forgiveness. Lord Jesus, you are my Lord and my Savior. From today on, I will follow you and serve you. All the days of my life. Teach me, Lord, how to tap in to the Spirit of God, into the rivers of living water. Fill me, Lord, with the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Do you learn something today? We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com.